0: Today on the newscast, the shooting war between Israel and Hamas may have come to a stop for now, but the shadow war in the region has reignited and Iran just suffered a heavy blow. Get all the breaking details coming up. Hey folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchmen newscast. I hope everyone had a great weekend. It was a quiet weekend in the Middle East, at least on the surface, as Israel and Hamas continued to observe that ceasefire that was reached late last week. Now, notice that I said on the surface because the shadow war between Israel and Iran reignited once again over the weekend. We've got all the breaking details for you. Before I get into it, quick reminder, tomorrow, that is Tuesday, May 25th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. We are having another Watchmen newscast live stream right here on our YouTube channel. Be sure to join us tomorrow, May 25th. Bring your questions. We have a great time with our live streams. I go for one hour solid, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. Eastern time. give you a Middle East update with some in-depth details that we might not get to share with you on a regular newscast. Also, I share a little bit about my personal story, my testimony Uh, how I became a Christian and got into this crazy Middle East field. So I think you'll enjoy it tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern time, the Watchmen newscast live stream right here on our YouTube channel. Okay, let's get into it. I talked about the shadow war reigniting once again over the weekend. And here is what I mean on Sunday, May 23rd, in the city of Isfahan in Iran, Now, that name may sound familiar to you. Isfahan also is home to some of Iran's nuclear reactors. It is southwest of the Iranian capital of Tehran in Isfahan. A factory that was producing drones suffered a huge explosion. Now, nine people were wounded. Apparently, no one was killed. But this factory was basically destroyed after a massive uh, explosion ripped through it and a fire was ignited the targeting of it does not seem coincidental, folks, or the timing if we look back over the past week. Number one, we reported here in the Watchman newscast that last week in the midst of the war between Israel and Hamas, Israel says that the Iranian regime directly launched a drone. Uh, It attempted to breach the Israel-Jordan border. It was shot down near the city of Beit Shan, in central Israel, not far from the Jordan border. We don't know if it was fired from Syria or Iraq, but Israeli officials say this drone, which was packed with explosives, was launched firsthand by Iranian forces. That's number one. Number two, just two days ago, Iran unveiled a brand new attack drone called the Gaza drone. It's emblazoned on the side of this drone. So you have those two incidents and then a drone factory In Iran goes up in flames. Very interesting. You know, Israel has shown time and time again over the past year, especially, that it can hit Iranian assets anywhere, at any time, and any place, including on Iranian soil. Iran is equipping its proxies, its ring of fire that surrounds Israel with these drones. Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, in the conflict that just passed, used Iranian drones to attempt to attack Israel. We see the Houthis in Yemen every day on a daily basis using drones and missiles to attack Saudi Arabia. Hezbollah, of course, in Lebanon to Israel's north has a large stockpile of drones as well. And then these Iranian backed Iraqi Shia militias, they not only have the drones, but they have used the drones against U.S. bases in Iraq. So This is a crucial component of Iran's strategy, folks. It cannot be understated. This drone program and sharing it again with that ring of fire, the hybrid model of attack drones and ballistic missiles, that is Iran's plan to equip all of its proxies and encircle Israel. And I'm sad to say they're having some success doing it. Now, over the weekend also, Ismail Hanea, uh, the political leader of Hamas, gave a televised speech thanking Iran for its support. Well, first of all, Hamas declared victory in this latest conflict. They always declare victory, even though they were hit and hit hard. But Hanea said to the Iranian regime, thank you. You share in this victory with us. That was his wording. And he thanked Iran for its military and other tactical support, intelligence support during this war. So there you go. If you doubt that the head of the snake is in Tehran in the form of the Iranian regime, there is out of right there out of Haneya's mouth proving the link. Not only that, the leader of Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the other Iranian proxy operating in Gaza right now, wrote a letter to the Supreme Leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei, thanking him for his support in this latest round of hostilities. Uh, by the way, Haneya also Interesting note, we talk a lot about Jerusalem here on this show and the centrality of Jerusalem, not only in God's plan prophetically, but how the world's worst actors all seem to want a piece of God's city. Well, Hanea said this battle ultimately is for Jerusalem. Now, Iran returned the love to its proxies, by the way. Ayatollah Khamenei, various Iranian officials, have been praising Hamas and Islamic Jihad for their quote-unquote victory. Against Israel and the Iranian regime in looking at this, and I've been telling you folks over the past two weeks, this was a dry run, a dress rehearsal for a future Iranian led war against Israel, led by Iran's chief and most lethal proxy, Hezbollah. But Iran was sitting back here, letting its proxies do the dirty work Hamas and Islamic Jihad, and quite literally taking notes, assessing, analyzing, and surveying the situation. And they feel pretty good, I'm sad to say, about what they saw not only the sheer volume of rockets, which came out of Gaza, some 4,300 overall during 11 days of fighting, but the fact that they were able to reach Tel Aviv and points beyond. uh, This was a dry run in terms of Iran's ring of fire strategy. They only activated one ring in that larger ring of fire, but dry run. Uh, I'm sad to say, I hate to use that terminology, but that's exactly what it was. They're feeling very confident about themselves right now, are the Iranian regime not only planning for that future war led by Hezbollah, but also the Iran nuclear deal. Remember that? It's taken a bit of a backseat, obviously, over the past two weeks as fighting was raging. But folks, it's still on the table. You would think the Biden White House, after Iran clearly just instigated a war in the Middle East, you would think the Biden White House would say, you know what, Iran, We're, we're leaving the table. We're not going to negotiate. They should not have been at the table in the first place. That's another story. But now that they are there in Vienna, they should say, hey, that's it. Until you rein in the terror, we're not going to talk to you at all. But no, no, no. That deal is still very much alive. The re- reincarnation of that disastrous Iran nuclear deal, that's the other big story. And that's coming, folks. Perhaps in a matter of weeks, this thing could be sealed up and, and, and signed on the dotted line. So we're keeping a very close eye on that as well. Between what it sees as Hamas and Islamic Jihad's achievements in the latest war and that nuclear deal, which will will leave the Iranian regime flush with a windfall of cash just when they need it most, when their backs are against the wall, their economy is struggling, the U.S. is prepared to apparently give the Iranian regime a lifeline. So needless to say, again, they're feeling good. But here's the good news for you and me, if you are a follower of Jesus, if you are a friend of Israel, and the good news for the nation of Israel, the book of Amos, for instance, one of many, many verses, chapter 9, verse 15, God Almighty says, through the prophet Amos, I have brought Israel back to its ancestral homeland, never to be uprooted again. I have planted you, Israel, in the land that I have given you, never to be uprooted again what part of never do Iran, Hamas, Hezbollah, and Islamic Jihad not understand? Folks, Israel will never be uprooted from that land ever again. So take heart. Again, we've read the book and we have read the back of the book, so be encouraged. Take heart. God Almighty still, yes still, sits on the throne. Hey, remember, tomorrow, Tuesday, May 25th, join us right here on our Watchmen YouTube channel for a Uh, live stream, one hour, 4 p.m. Eastern time. Bring your questions. We have give and take. I'm able to engage with our subscribers. It is great. We appreciate all of you. So be sure to join us live. I might share some personal stories of my walk with the Lord and growing up in Philly. It's a little bit of humor, too, uh, which we need some levity from time to time, right, when we talk about these serious issues. But join us tomorrow. Check it out, 4 p.m. Eastern time, right here on the Watchmen News Channel. Until then, Thanks for joining us. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.